A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 442's After Show. Lonely. I'm all by myself. I totally botched that uh, that ending, by the way, for the main show. I stumbled right through that one, baby. Um, talked a lot, and then I just couldn't think of something, and I just blanked out. So, but we're back. It is the after show. Hey, Nova, welcome to the chat. Um, saw you were on another podcast. You cheating on us no that's fine um i don't really got a lot to talk about guys not gonna lie it's been kind of boring the last few days um i finished i throw finished in quotes because it's 95 percent done my arcade machine so i built this big old seven foot arcade machine that i can sit and play games i bought a little xbox controller for it too so i can play Nintendo games on it, because Nintendo games are better to play on an actual joypad than a joystick. That's how they were meant to be played. So I've got an Xbox controller. It's going to be stuck to the side of it, so I can just grab that whenever I want. It's awesome, by the way. This little arcade, big, it's a big arcade machine. I've got almost every arcade game on it. I've got every Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, Game Boy. i got all the games. Every game I'd ever want to play on that system now so it's pretty cool something i've wanted for a long time and now that we got the been in this house for a year and a half it's time it was time 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 to have it uh the super bowl did happen wow talk about some hot takes what a great game in general and then unfortunately the the end of the game for those of you that care um was marred by a, a an, an an official holding call he held the ref called it with you know it gave the uh, the chiefs a first down and let them run out the clock basically 
so that the Eagles didn't really have a chance to score. So it it robbed people felt robbed that they didn't get a chance for the Eagles to come back and score. And I get that. It sucks. But I watched the footage again and again. And the, the, the dude held him twice. Not only with the right hand did he pull the jersey by his stomach, it was at least six to eight inches away from the body, so you could see that. But on top of that, he kind of had his left arm wrapped around his hip just a little bit. The left arm one I can I can get away from. Like You don't probably have to call that because he didn't grab, he didn't turn him. It was more just kind of on him. But man, it's that, the jersey pull. It's hard not to call that. And I understand people are like, oh, the refs should just let him play. He didn't have a chance to catch that, blah, blah, blah. I don't know about that. Like, if he doesn't pull that jersey, maybe Mahomes can kind of send it up to him. It would be tough. It definitely would be tough. I, I Odds are against it. But as a ref, like, you, you, you kind of want, I mean, what do we want? We want no refs or do we want refs all the time? So we're getting constant flags. You want refs to only make calls that ma- quote unquote matter because you don't they don't know when it matters or not. Could he have swallowed his whistle there? Maybe. But ultimately he was held and the ref is looking at that. He throws the flag as he's supposed to. And the Chiefs win. So Chiefs are a better second half team. Um, the Eagles were a better first half team. But unfortunately, it's a two half game. And. Wah, wah. Congratulations, Chiefs. Spockhauser says uh, the NFL's rigged. It's just like wrestling. I don't think it is. I don't think it is rigged. I think that there are... I mean, clearly the refs could sway the game by putting their thumb on the scales. but But ultimately... That, you can really only do that in close games. I mean, you, you would have to be... It would, it would get egregious. So. Tim Court says, The defensive turnover in the first half cost the Eagles the game. Yeah, the one where they scored, where Jalen Hurts just dropped the ball. Mm. That wasn't good. Yeah, uh, for those of you that are curious, we do have a Discord, and I think you can dig around and find it. Otherwise, I can maybe make a post to it somewhere. So if you want to join the Smashbox Discord, I'm in there every once in a while. I'll post a new picture of the arcade machine. It's got uh, LED buttons on it. Let me see if I I think I have a picture on my phone. The only thing I don't have done on it right now is the marquee. See if I can do this here. There it is. There it is. Pretty cool. Um, I got a nice cool Super Mario theme on the control panel. The marquee is what I haven't done yet up on the top because I haven't decided what I want to do. If I just want a standard LED marquee or they're making these now these really cool ones that are a little expensive. I don't know how much money I want to put into it. They'll actually change because they're they're just they're just displays. It's an LCD display that changes depending on what game you're playing. So if you're playing Super Mario Brothers, it's got a Super Mario Brother marquee. If you're playing Pole Position, it's got a Pole Position marquee. 
it's really freaking cool. But those are like two to three hundred bucks, and I can get a regular backlit clear LED or a marquee for like thirty dollars. So there's a difference there. And I haven't decided which way I want to go. So I'm just leaving it open for now. I'm leaving my options open. More or less, I'm probably going to leave it open until I bite the bullet and get one next month so I can tinker around with it some more. So Die Hard Arcade is a fun playthrough. Okay, I'll, I'll have to try that. There's a lot of games now that I can play through. Um, next year, I think I want to build a virtual pinball machine. But that's going to be a little bit more effort. Because it's like two or three screens, and one of them is probably a big TV you take out of the case and set into the pinball box. Um, But I think it could be really cool. Virtual pinball. Not as cool as regular pinball, but love, love me some pinball. It's my favorite thing. I'd rather have a pinball machine than an arcade machine. That's how much I love pinball. But an arcade machine was easier build. So, yep. So we talked the Super Bowl. So congratulations to the Chiefs. A lot of Chiefs fans out there. I had no dog in the fight. Um, so to me, I just when when I saw that holding call, I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. Want want. Um, what else do we have? Any sports? No, nothing else sporty going on. Uh, I I like to play Street Fighter on that thing. Street Fighter Two, to be honest, Street Fighter, and. I'll play Street Fighter 2 like once or twice every day or two. I'll just go down, toss in, you know, uh, a couple credits and just sit and play Street Fighter 2. Just the, the original Street Fighter 2. Not the Championship Edition, not the Hyper Edition, not Street Fighter 3, not the Alpha. Just straight up Street Fighter 2. I realize that I'm not as good as I used to be. So, we'll see. I haven't started some races. The last of us has been really good every week. I haven't started watching it. I'm just going to wait. I I know the general story. Here's the problem I'm going to have with the last of us. And I'm sure it's good. It's going to be a great story, but it's an apocalyptic story about a guy who's got to bring a girl across the country. So, I'll just I'm just going to make the assumption that every peop, every person, every good person they meet is going to die. Right? Like happy episodes do not belong in the last of us. So, you know, if 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 there's a if you if they run into someone helpful, I'm going to assume that they're going to die. That's how last of us works. That's how every zombie show works. Racism not wrong. It's Mandalorian meets zombies. Mandalorian season three is about to come out. I'm excited for that. We're going to see, hopefully my son asked me today, he's like, when are we going to go see Ant-Man? Because we're a Marvel family and we watch all the Marvel stuff. So Ant-Man Quantumania or whatever the heck it's called. Quantum Zone. Uh, That comes out this weekend. So I'll probably go maybe Sunday or Monday. Sunday I'll try to drag the family to it, but we'll see. See how my wife is feeling. Their whole nose thing. Uh, the Flash trailer is is exciting because I'm old and I saw Batman with Michael Keaton in the theaters back in 89. So the fact that he's reprising the role, spoilers, 
for those of you that didn't watch the, uh, the trailer, is exciting. Um, I'm curious what they're going to do with this Flash, because he has been troublesome in real life. So if, if he never showed up again in another movie, I wouldn't be shocked. But early reviews of the Flash movie came out sounding pretty good. Oh, we'll see. I'm excited. I'll go see it. And another Indiana Jones movie. Hopefully better than Crystal Skull. The end of Crystal Skull. Yuck. So. And, in fact, I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark in the movie theater. Because I'm old. But I was really young then. My aunt took me to... She was babysitting me. So it was like... Must have been... Five or six? And it wasn't the first showing. It must have been like a budget. But... I I vividly recall sitting in the theater as a kid... Watching the faces of the Nazis melt. And laughing. Because I thought it was funny. Like, it just looked... Even then, I mean, it looked so cheesy and I remember my aunt who again she was probably yeah she had to be a teenager at the time was was like appalled (laughs) because she was a teenage girl and it was gross for her but here I am just this little kid I found it hilarious and from there set me along my crazy shifted ways Wes Warren says, back to disc golf content and World War III news? I don't know anything about World War III. Not yet. So, hope not. And I am looking forward to the Super Mario Brothers cartoon movie. I will go see that as well. I'm I'm a glutton for punishment. I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie in the theater as well. Saw a lot of movies as kids. It was a lot of fun. Tim asks if uh, anyone ever snuck into the movie in the trunk uh, for or drive-ins. I never did that. Just like I've never skipped into another movie theater from one. Which, on one hand, I would think would be easier now. Because you could sit, if when one movie ends, and you're in a theater, you could just look at a at the app on your phone and see which seats are open. And jump to another theater and go sit in one of those open seats. Right? I mean, everyone's got a signed seating now, but you'd assume that those seats would be sold a few minutes before the movie. Now, granted, someone might be showing up, whatever, but if you get into a movie, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I don't know. Is that easier or harder now because of signed seating? Who knows? Not that uh, I've thought about it. Am I a bad dad if I do that with my 13-year-old son? If I teach him that? Or is that kind of just like a rite of passage? Because I never did it as a kid. So I don't know if I'd be a bad dad doing that. I've told him about it. So we'll see if he ever does. (laughs) 
Nova says that she bought a ticket to some indie flick and then walked into the auditorium for Ender's Game to avoid giving any money to OSC. That's valid. Ender's Game was alright. Not bad. Not great. Made me read the book. book was better, as most books are. Because I didn't read the book before that. After the first book, meh, they kind of go downhill. So, like, uh, are movies still a thing? Um, yeah, I love to see movies. I like to go to the movie theater. I do. Popcorn. Seeing movies with a group is an experience. And I know some people still aren't ready for experiences, but there's something. There, seeing Endgame in the theater was phenomenal. I saw it, I think, three times in the theater. The, the moment when Captain America gets... <laughs> this is the biggest... We're here with nerd talk. When Captain America grabs the the uh, hammer, Mjolnir. I don't know if there was if there's been a better moment in the last fifteen years in movies than that moment for an audience. Crazy. Oh, Spock says. Speaking of books being different, who here remembers a scene with an octopus in the Goonies? Yes. The uh, infamous TV cut. So we had Goonies on VHS as kids. And we watched the crap out of it. And there's a scene when they're at uh, One-Eyed Willie's pirate ship. And they end up sliding down and they run into an octopus. And that was not on our VHS. As it turns out, that was cut from the movie, but it was somehow put in, I believe, into the made-for-TV version. So, if I remember correctly, that is how that worked. But I've seen both of those, so you can probably YouTube it. I bet you it's out there. Yeah. I <laughs> There's two movies. Well, there's a lot of movies, but two specifically we watched a lot as a kid. I think I've said this before. Goonies and Labyrinth. Both of those movies. I could... Like when the movie starts, I can recite almost every word from from those movies because we watched those a lot as kids. Yeah, the trailer has some of the cutscenes that are in it that didn't make it, which I guess is like illegal now. You can't. Someone sued a a movie company because she was in a trailer but didn't make the final cut of the movie. So now there's like a almost like a bait and switch kind of lawsuit going on about movies and trailers and you know what you can show in the trailer because there's a few there's a scene from um the Avengers movie the first half of Endgame where they're all running towards Thanos when they're in Wakanda that never made the cut you don't you don't ever see that in the movie but clearly it's a it I mean it's a Five second clip. So, uh, I have not seen Top Gun Maverick yet. So, I will at some point. That's enough about movies. 
That's enough about movies. Um, music. They run to Grammys just on. Yeah, the Grammys just did their thing. Don't know. Modern music. Uh, Rihanna halftime show. That's music related. It was okay. I mean, I recognize a few Rihanna songs. There was nothing special about the show. I thought it was kind of cool that she just did it by herself. She didn't bring any guest stars on. I wasn't sure if she would, but when you're one of the biggest or the biggest celebrity in the world that everyone's looking for, you know, you're the show. So it was okay. It was nothing special. So. Disc golf wants to talk punk rock in the 90s. No effects, Pennywise, bad religion. Um, How about... Uh, no use for a name. Face to face. Those are my two bands. Actually, I I, I like quite a bit. But, uh, the Vagrant scene was kind of my thing. Maybe maybe a little bit of uh, Fat Records. So Tommy Hawk says just tuned in. Who's the guest for the after show? Ain't no guest, just me. So if uh, Fugazi isn't really. I mean, they're kind of punk, but they're not 90s punk. It's like. Not not in that genre, at least it's more early 90s rock. Rock isn't even the right word. I guess it's kind of punk. It's it's D, it's the DC scene. Fugazi is the DC scene. That's early discord. Which I don't know if I consider it's a different kind of punk than the fat record style pop punk for sure. Yeah, it's a little more hardcore. I, Fugazi is a, leans a little bit more hardcore than, uh, but we're not. I mean, we're not talking like H two O hardcore. Uh, yeah, propane, biohazard. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The punkorama stuff. So, this call says Ian McKay was the lead singer of Minor Threat. I know that. I know all that stuff, buddy. I've seen Rollins a few times live. Um, his spoken word stuff. I've never seen him in concert. but And Ian McKay hasn't toured since I think I've been probably 18. So. <laughs> I'm the hardest of core. <laughs> uh, fake PDGA. Yes. Living in my Bayside house with, uh, with my two kids and my wife. Who, you know, I'm the hardest of hardcore here. I, you know, I, I did my thing in, in college. It was one of the, one of the things you could afford to do in college or I could was I played disc golf tournaments and I went to concerts. It was like the two things I did. Um, that's what I spent my money on. I saw a lot of Midwest punk indie emo shows back before the term emo was almost like a curse, (laughs) uh, back when it was really, you know, your Midwest, your Midwest stuff, your you know, Captain Jazz, Braid, Hey Mercedes, the whole, you know, Dashboard Confessional, Get Up Kids, th- those type of early, you know, uh, indie scene stuff was right up my, was right up my alley. That's, that's, I saw a lot of that. And then obviously the punk shows, the face to face, no use for a name. Uh, yeah, all the punkorama stuff, the fat record stuff. So what was my favorite concert? We were just talking about this at uh, our adult night the other night. Um, there is 
nobody that I haven't, nobody that's touring right now that I would want to see. I've seen all my bands. The last one, surprisingly, was They Might Be Giants. I hadn't seen them. And that was the last one where I felt like I really have to see them. Uh, two bands that I would still probably want to go see that I don't, I mean, I'm not eager to see them. I'd like to go see Weird Al and maybe Ben Folds. Those are probably the two that are like, if they came to town, I would go see them. I just bought concert tickets the other day for uh, Sunny Day Real Estate. They're coming to Milwaukee. They haven't, they haven't been to Milwaukee probably 20 years, maybe more. I saw them at a, one of their, one of their farewell tours years ago in Chicago. No, that was a reunion tour in Chicago. So it was awesome. I love one of my favorite bands, Sunny Day Real Estate. Early, early, early sub pop records out on the uh, West Coast. So, but the best, my favorite concert, it might have been, it's, I mean, it's hard to beat your first good concert, right? Like the very first one, I, the, one of my favorites has to be uh, when I saw Face to Face, which is a punk band in Green Bay. And it's, it's a small, I think it was called, the, I think it was at Concert Cafe, just a tiny little bar. And it was like 110 degrees in there because I think it was like 98 degrees outside. And you, you pack in 120 kids all screaming at the top of their lungs, bouncing around. And, um, I don't know if I've ever yelled so hard in my life. I mean, again, that was like one of my very first concerts I got to go see. So it was, I mean, it was pretty epic for me back then. Um, otherwise, hmm. I was a big fan of the band Braid, and so I got to see them a bunch here in the Midwest because they're one of the guys is here, lives, well, two of them are from Milwaukee. One still lives, I've actually, he's a teacher now, of all things. I've, I've seen him a couple of times around town at different shows, but seeing one of their farewell, sh- one of their farewell shows here in Milwaukee was amazing. Like it was, it's one where, you know, you're, you're screaming and singing and everybody else knows that it's the end of a kind of a, a band. And you, you get to do that. So that was probably one of the other ones was on their uh, their first farewell tour before they kind of got back together and didn't tour and then left. So those are those are probably it. Because I mean, punk shows are the best. I've seen all sorts of different. I, I saw Billy Joel. That was a pretty awesome concert. Uh, Foo Fighters just a couple of years ago here. Foo Fighters and Green Day just announced that they're playing in Milwaukee back-to-back days for Harley Fest for the 120-year anniversary. Um. And we saw Foo Fighters a couple of years ago and they put on a crazy good show. That's, that's up there with, with one of my better shows that I've seen was the Foo Fighters, but it's hard. I mean, seeing somebody in an, in like a stadium, unless you're down like right there in front of the stage, it just feels so impersonal to me. I like it. I'll go do it again. You know, we saw Pearl Jam in the same arena. Or technically it wasn't. It was the Bradley Center back then. But um and that was a great show too. But there there's nothing to me beats the small venue concert where it's two hundred people, maybe a hundred, 
Maybe it's 30 because nobody knows that band yet. Those are those are my favorite shows. So, and the Sunny Day Real Estate one's going to be at the Paps Theater. So that's going to be, I think they've got like a four or 500 person capacity. Um, I may go see a band called Soulside, which is an East Coast punk band. But I'm, I would go there for the opener, which is Jay Robbins from a band called one of my favorite bands. Maybe my all-time favorite band, Jawbox. It's hard. Hard to tell if that's my favorite. I got so many good songs. But anyway, that's John reminiscing about music. All the stuff that I saw for the longest time. So I've never seen anything at Red Rocks. I haven't actually seen many shows outside of Chicago and Milwaukee. I've seen a few Minneapolis shows. But other than that, I haven't, I've never really traveled to go see anything. So, Do we have anything else out there? Um, ask me about movies. We asked about concerts, TV shows. I think we're watching, we're watching some, my wife started watching some show and I'm watching it with her. Um, louder milk it's on amazon it's got ron uh, livingston the main guy from office space who plays like a uh it's all right i mean he, he plays this grumpy old kind of uh recovering alcoholic and it's, it's okay it's a couple years old i think it's just streaming and she wanted something to watch so it's all right There's a lot of talk about Primus on the board. Um, I've never been a big Primus person. I mean, everybody loved Jerry was a race car driver. I think, I don't know if I can name another Primus song, to be honest. Other than that. So. All right, guys, it seems like we've hit a wall as far as information or what people want to talk about. So, uh, I mean, on a side note, talking about music, YouTube has just released a new feature called Creator Music, which allows you to license music from real bands, not just the, the generic crap that you constantly hear on every single YouTube, the same five songs. And you can either pay like a one-time license fee or you can share your monetization money with it. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll start playing a little bit more music here on, not on Smashbox podcast. I don't think so. But maybe on, uh, maybe we'll do things. I might start a skip base podcast. We'll see. It wouldn't be live if I did it. It'd be pre-recorded. So. Oh yes. My name is Mud. That's the other Primus song that everyone knows. And Jerry was a race car driver. Those are the two Primus songs. Eh, not my thing. Not my thing. Can't give up on a Smashbox dance party. Yeah, I know. It's (laughs) Nova, if you're not monetized, then you're not part of the partner program, which means you probably can't use it. That's my guess. You won't have access to it. You'll have to continue to use the Creative Commons music that everybody else uses. Yeah, or, or like Jomez and find someone like Starframe and, you know, pay them and use them. That's pretty, 
disc golf iconic. I mean, they were really good kind of falling into that. That's awesome for them. So, ha, too bad, Nova. Too bad. Anyway, it's 1043 here. I'm going to wrap up the show because my throat's starting to feel it. I've had to mute a few times to cough. It's just going around my family. My daughter's had it for like a week. She gave it to me. I was coughing like last week or two weeks ago on the show, so maybe I kind of had a little bit of it, but I don't know. Hopefully we'll shake it here soon. But next week, Terry will be in the house, so we'll catch up on all his travels. Hopefully we can do that in the after show. We'll have, I hope, some news come out of the All-Star event, and hopefully Gannon Burr will maybe make his announcement in the next week so that we've got some Smashbox news. Other than that, we're going to we'll catch up with a good old T-Bear and figure out, you know, what his deal is and how his trip overseas was, how I think he's staying in Bend for a week after this weekend. He might be staying in Bend. Going to do the All-Star. I don't know if he comes back and then goes back to Bend for the Vegas event or if he's going to Vegas. I don't know. I can't keep track of that guy. He might be going from Bend to Vegas. But either way, we'll catch up with Terry Miller next week and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll do that. So, for just myself, Johnny V, and everybody that's on the board, once again, I want to say thank you to everyone that supports, to everyone on the board, everyone that does Super Chats, everyone that's a Patreon supporter, everyone that's on Skip Ace, anyone that follows Disc Golf Guy, all of our supporters, you're all special to us. And I mean that seriously from the bottom of my heart. I can't imagine doing this without some of the interactions and community that we've built here. It's one of the, it's, it's the, I hope it's the longest lasting thing that we end up doing is just the community that we've built with uh, Smashbox. And I happen to love it. So for myself, and everybody else, this has been episode 442 of the Disc Golf Smashbox TV podcast. We'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 